0: Good morning, folks. Welcome to another episode of the Decillion Geekdom. I'm your host, Jason. Today, we're going to be returning to the Star Wars universe. Um, as many of you fellow geeks know, the uh, Lucasfilm Project and, and Disney uh, Project have come out with a new Star Wars, uh, I guess, mini series entitled Visions. And from what I understand about this particular um, series is that it's kind of an anthology of a bunch of different uh, takes on, I'm assuming, different parts of the new Disney Star Wars canon. Um, I've never actually watched the, the series um, but from what I understand about this, um, I guess, this anthology is that it's, you know, different styles. As being, so as being the, the Star Wars uh, universe is being the kind of uh, described in different styles, as well as a lot of the episodes take place in an alternate universe. So in reality, Visions is just the uh, Star Wars version of what-if alternate reality uh, TV show for the Marvel superheroes. So, with that in mind, my original question towards Disney and Lucasfilm that dates back to uh, 2014 is still in play. And that is, why can't there be Legends content? For those of you who don't remember, Legends is the original uh, canon, the, the, uh, the original official timeline for Star Wars. And just a quick history, um, if it wasn't for the expanded universe, aka Legends, you would not have seen Star Wars return to popularity in the 90s. You can thank the Star Wars Expanded Universe Now Legends for Episodes 1, 2, and 3. Why? Because without the Expanded Universe regenerating that interest for Star Wars, it would not have prompted George Lucas to go ahead and do Episodes 1, 2, and 3. And So, you can thank the Expanded Universe for that. It was the Thrawn Trilogy, written by Timothy Zahn, published by Bantam Books back in 1991. And it was the uh, Dark Horse Comics uh, series, uh, whether it was Dark Empire, I think by Tom Beach as well as the Tales of the Jedi comic series by Kevin J. Anderson. And I think, believe, Tom Beach was also involved in it as well. But regardless, those early expanded universe uh, content is what reinvigorated the Star Wars franchise. Because in the late 80s, it was all but dead. Even George Lucas... Admitted that he didn't think that Star Wars was gonna little beyond the original trilogy. And he was more focused on the uh, Indiana Jones content that he was coming out with. And so, it was these early expanded universe uh, series that really reinvigorated it Especially after the fail attempts at Ewoks and droids, uh, those, those uh, movies or TV shows or, or uh, comic strips, those late, those mid to late '80s content were focused on appealing to the five or ten year old demographic. When it came to the droids comics or the droids uh, cartoon series or the Ewoks live action. Um, movie or even the uh, TV series, those were an utter flop. Why? Because Star Wars, since the beginning, has always been a um, a series, a franchise focused on young, young adults, into adults. It's never been a franchise that has been focused on kids, regardless of what any of the quote-unquote experts have said about it. It's always been geared towards young adults, 12, 13, you know, just getting that sci-fi franchise or that fantasy franchise, uh, you know, uh, vibe, that, that whole uh, interest, you know. So, um, I, I just don't buy this whole concept of it being for the kids, you know. Yeah, sure, it's good to include the minute with content, but your main focus your main demographic when it comes to um, your your customers, for the Star Wars franchise at least, should be young adults and adults. So that's kind of a brief history of the expanded universe, now known as Legends, and how it actually helped revitalize Star Wars. So, as I mentioned in 2014... When Disney bought the rights to Lucasfilms, which includes the Star Wars franchise, the Indiana Jones franchise, and some of the other works that George Lucas had been working on, um, the corporate decision was to reboot the Star Wars timeline. They wanted to void out the expanded universe, legends, and then come up with its own new story. You know, and that had in all honesty, alienated a good chunk of the fan base, the loyal fan base that's been around for years, and not just the, uh, the casual moviegoer who only recognizes uh, Star Wars because of the name recognition, but you know the, the hardcore fan base who goes out there, buys the comics, buys the books, buys the video games, plays it, who really invests their time in enjoying the Star Wars franchise. You know, just like the hardcore fans for Lord of the Rings or Star Trek or any of the other sci-fi fantasy genres that are out there. So, um, this decision was met with a lot of backlash. Now, how some of these fans vocalized that uh, disagreement with the decision to boot the uh, expanded universe and into the trash can and then reboot the series you know yeah there's some good and some bad apples when it came to fan reactions and i gotta admit i've been on both sides i've had some negative reactions to uh to the whole thing some positive reactions and i think it's just the frustration the anger of a lot of fans that they just don't know how to uh properly place it and properly vocalize it And, you know, I fall into that category, and hopefully that has come to pass, and I've got a better understanding of how to articulate this. Um, But one of the main talking points was is, you know, why can't there be multiple timelines? If Disney wants to reboot the franchise and have its official cinematic timeline, then that's fine. Go for it. But also continue the Legends timeline because they could put a hard stop to it. And if you recall from a previous episode, I sat down and really hashed out some options for it. They have tons of content they can still introduce into the Legends timeline that will, at the very least, if you want to look at it just by the pure numbers and, and corporate profit, will bring in tons of corporate profit. They, can, they could technically milk both timelines for decades to come and make a good profit off of it. So why not do the expanded universe? Why not continue the Legends timeline with new content? Books, comic books, get, I'd say get a Dark Horse back in it. They did a really good job with the comic books up until the Disney acquisition. If Marvel cannot handle the, the load... Then let Dark Horse reignite their Star Wars Legends uh, um, focus group, if you will. Um, come up with new, new, new novels in the Star Wars Legends timeline. New content on the big screen or on the, uh, um, the TV uh, series uh, format. You know, there, there's tons of options that can be done to make this a success. So hopefully they will do that especially since they have shown with their Marvel what if series that fans even the layperson the the, the the casual movie goer or the casual um, TV watcher the, basically the the, the the casual consumer we understand what alternate universes mean. This is not some way out there concept. I mean, this was done in the 90s with sliders, you know? So, this is something that people can grasp. And this is something that people can recognize when you properly advertise it. So you slap the, the Legends logo on this EU timeline. Say, hey, this is an alternate timeline, and give a, ba- a brief history of it. Yeah, You know, mentioned that this was the original uh, official timeline for Star Wars, but then in 2014, it got the reboot for the Disney uh, timeline. But that they're continuing it, and they can do both. So that's what I—that's kind of what I'm I'm suggesting in this particular episode—is with the success of the What If Marvel series. And from what I understand, the success of the Visions uh, animated cartoon uh, series, the Star Wars one of the what if, I guess, why not expand to the Legends timeline? You've definitely got it. You know, I, I know that you can do it if you're doing alternate universes uh, for everything else. And it just makes sense to me. More content, more options, more money, more happy fans. That that just makes the most sense to me. On top of that, even inside the Legends universe, there was the alternate universe thing as well. The comics did a really good job of that. In the EU, it was known as Infinities. Um, and that would be a really fun thing to do, too. I really wish they would have called their alternate universe content Infinities. And it only focused on, at this time, the four, the, the three original movies. Episode 4, Episode 5, and Episode 6. Um, now, I cannot remember what the... Infinity's uh comic episode was for episode four, but I do know that episode five and six they had some per- really good content. Um they had one where um Luke Skywalker ends up getting killed and it's Leia that has a confront Darth Vader. Um, I believe that was the episode 5 one where in that encounter between Darth Vader and uh, Luke and on uh, Cloud City I think that's where he gets killed and then Leia has to take his place as the uh, uh, Redeemer agent to battle uh, uh, Vader um, I think there's another version out there too where Luke turns to the dark side because he actually gets frozen in carbonite in episode five. And he ends up turning to, uh, Darth is able to turn him to the dark side. And then it's the father-son duo. But now it's uh, Leia that comes to rescue both of them. And I think in the end, it's still the same outcome where, um, Darth Vader dies, but Luke is redeemed, the Emperor is killed, and just a slightly different take on how the original trilogy went, which was a, a pretty sweet uh, thing, I thought. But the, the best alternate universe version that Infinity's Offered, I think, was the Return of the Jedi alternate ending where uh, Darth Vader actually survives. And he is redeemed and becomes a Jedi again. And then at the end of that comic book, you see Darth Vader, now Anakin Skywalker again, come out of his uh, little meditation chamber that you see in Episode 5, that that dome that he sits in. And instead of uh, clad in that black armor that's become very uh, famous and entertainment in general when it comes to villains. Instead of that black-clad armor, he now comes out in a white-clad armor suit wielding a blue lightsaber, and he helps his children, Luke and Leia, rebuild the Rebel Alliance into the New Republic and combat what remains of the Empire. Because, once again, in that alternate version... Palpatine dies Emperor Palpatine dies Um, The only difference is is, uh, Darth Vader survives And he's redeemed And becomes Anakin Skywalker again So You know I think that would be An amazing way To kick off This kind of idea Of having alternate universes Within the Star Wars Franchise Fire up the old uh, Star Wars infinities You know, that would be a great way to do it. And then from there, kick it into, you know, the Legends content. As I mentioned before, there is tons and tons and tons of content that they could turn into a TV series. There's tons and tons of content that they could still add to the Legends timeline and still have tons of room to make it all work, you know, they, there's just, there's absolutely, at this point, there's no reason why they cannot have multiple timelines running simultaneously, continuously running simultaneously. It makes perfect sense for my opinion, and to be honest, like I said before, most casual fans of entertainment, most consumers, are going to understand the differences you just call one just Star Wars the other one Star Wars Legends and boom there you go you can now say it's an alternate timeline and it's all taken care of for you you know so I think that this would be a a really good option for them to expand and back to Legends and continue that work and before I forget, I do need to mention too that the technically the Legends timeline does is being continued, but there is just only one aspect of the Legends timeline that is being continued, and that is BioWare's video game. It's a, a MMO a RPG game that is kind of like. World of Warcraft in terms like that live action play where you have like a whole world or in this case a galaxy that you get to explore Um, so that's the only content that's actively being created for the Legends timeline but still there's tons of room for a hell of a lot more content they left a whole bunch of story arcs completely wide open Um, the biggest ones being Dawn of the Jedi, which takes place about 25,000 years, I want to say, before the events of the movies, and it's kind of chronol. it basically chronicles the origins of the Jedi Order, and so I think that would be a fun series to really do, and in all honesty, it, it does fit in with how they're doing some of the visions, uh, Content because if I recall, it's it's like I said, it's reimagining Star Wars, but in different cultural and uh, artistic manners. So, you know, they could bring in a whole bunch of uh, medieval-type uh, story plots or, or visuals to the Dawn of the Jedi series if they chose to continue that that Legends content turn it into a tv series where it's kind of like this quasi you know medieval vibe but also futuristic vibe where they're trying to make that transition you know it's you kind of get that with a lot of different uh, genres i mean look at firefly for example they they were able to um mesh western and sci-fi so why doesn't lucasfilm and disney take a, a uh, a page out of that book and do it with uh, Don of the Jedi. Do like a medieval night type of uh, a vibe mixed with sci-fi and you can, you can see how they can work it out. You know? Um, another example is uh, Sword of the Jedi which uh, takes place about uh, 40 or 50 years after the movies and it deals with the children of Han, Leia, Luke, and others. Now the sequel trilogy for for Disney's uh timeline did try to do this, you know, you had uh I think it was was it Ben Solo aka Kylo Ren um you had um what's her name? Um There's Kylo Ren and there's uh I can't remember the 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 chick's name. Um but she ended up being Palpatine's granddaughter so in all honesty you should be able to do this you know, the the Sword of the Jedi would be a great series from Legends content that was canned before it could come out because it does focus on on their children, it focuses on Jaina Solo, which would be the daughter of Han and Leia, the only surviving one Um, Spoiler alert, uh, for those of you who do not know the Legends timeline, um, Han and Leia, they stay together, and they have three kids. Twins, Jason and Jaina, and then Anakin. Now, Anakin, the younger son, he gets killed in the Yazan Vong War, which is a galactic-wide war of aliens invading from another galaxy who are... We can't sense them in the force. And as a result, they become the main villain once the Empire is defeated by the New Republic and absorbed into their ranks. The Empire actually becomes a uh, a member state, if you will, of the uh, New Republic. And then the Yosan Vong come into play, and they start uh, uh, basically a whole new round, a whole new era of... Um, Star Wars content and Star Wars, uh, wars. Um, and so without getting too much off on a tangent, that's where Han and Leia's youngest son, Anakin, um, dies, is in that war. And then after that, their other son, Jason Solo, he ends up turning to the dark side and becoming Darth Cadus. He starts another galactic civil war basically kind of mirroring Darth Vader his grandfather he kind of transforms the uh, the Galactic Alliance which is the uh, um, the successor of the New Republic he in a way kind of transforms them into a dictatorship kind of like the Empire but they're so called the Galactic Alliance and uh, he ends up getting killed by his sister Jaina in a duel um, and that's how he is stopped, and how the Galactic Alliance is prevented from completely transforming into a new version of the Empire. So, um, that's kind of the backstory as to why there's only one child left for uh, Han and Leia. Um, and so, the sort of the Jedi would actually focus on her and how she kind of reorganizes the Jedi Order and kind of galvanizes it in some aspects. Um, And I think that would be a great way for uh, Disney and Lucasfilm to jump into the Legends content. Is the Sword of the Jedi uh, series or trilogy, whichever one it uh, was supposed to end up being. That would be perfect. That would be a great way to capture, recapture fans and to bring a whole new generation of uh, um, fans into Star Wars and into Star Wars Legends so hopefully they can go and they can use this what if Marvel alternate reality uh, series and this uh, Visions uh, Star Wars alternate reality series to leapfrog over to Infinities which would be cool to see as well as, even more importantly, continuing the Star Wars Legends series, that timeline. If they could do that, then they would have content that would last them for decades. Um, they would expand their fan base. It would just—it's—it's it's a win overall for everybody. Uh, but instead, right now, Disney and Lucasfilm. They just want to nitpick from Legends content because they're finding that people aren't taking to their new content like they thought they would. So what they're doing is is they're going into the uh, um, bag of goodies that is the Legends content and uh, picking out bits of it here and there to make official canon. So they did this with um, Thrawn, you know, he was originally a Legends character, and because they noticed that uh, their show, their newest show at the time, uh, the Rebels cartoon, wasn't really hitting uh, the big numbers, what did they do? They figured, well, how can we how can we get more people to watch? Let's bring in a character that people know and love. So what they do, they brought in a Legends character, Thrawn, and made him official canon. So, you know, that's. That's what Disney and Lucasfilm is doing right now is they're picking and choosing what they want from the Legends timeline, taking those characters for the name recognition, and then applying them to their new timeline. But they're they're not actually bringing them over as is. They're changing them. So the Thrawn that you see in the Disney timeline is not the same Thrawn that you saw in the Legends timeline. Same thing for other characters that they're transferring from Legends over to the expanded universe. They're changing them, so they're not the original character. Now, I guess that that does make sense in a way because it is a different timeline, so they could bring them over, but what they're doing is they're just using the name recognition in order to drum up fans. So they're not trying to change their content make it better than subpar they just want to bring in more brand recognition aka character recognition to draw in more people to view it so they can get the viewing ratings so that's really what it's about is ratings and money it's not about telling a really good story and you should be able to do both you you need to do both you can't tell a good story if you don't have the money to back it up and keep it going. But the same token, if you focus too much money, on, too much time and effort on just focusing on how much money you can make, you're not going to tell a good story. You have to have both. And I think that the Legends content was a happy medium between the two. And unfortunately, this new timeline is not the greatest that's why they keep having to go back over to legends and pick from them use those con those concepts or characters or, or um, weapons or machinery or what have you to reconnect with some of some of the fans that they lost with this reboot uh, announcement and it's it's kind of put trying to put a band-aid on a um, a laceration or a band-aid on a uh, You know, it's just in the long run, it's not working. You need to reignite the Legends timeline. Continue it. Bring it onto the big screen. Bring it into the the TV um, series phenomenon that's been going on with with, with sci fi and fantasy and actually make it work. Put the time into it. Tell the story as it was in the uh, original content whether that be uh, the medium that was books or comic books or video games, and then bring that to the fans in that regard, and you'll see a lot more people uh, come forward and and, uh, start getting involved in Star Wars again. So that's kind of where I think Disney really needs to go. Um, They've been really slow to... to, make these changes, because they're Disney, they don't, their whole attitude is, well, we're Disney, therefore, people are just going to naturally want to see our, watch our shows, and see our content, and enjoy it, no, that's not necessarily true, you know, you need to find good stories, and you need to listen to your fan base, and if the fan base is saying, hey, you know, we want to see Legends continue, then, Continue legends, bring out new novels, bring out new comic books, bring out new video games, and introduce new TV shows or movies, and you will see the fans appreciate you more and invest more in your product. That is the Star Wars franchise. So, um, without sounding like a broken record, I guess that's where I'm going to leave it. Is I really hope that uh, Disney can utilize the what if and the visions. Um, series to expand over to the Star Wars Legends timeline if not completely do Star Wars Legends at least do the Infinity series and at least introduce new novels or comics or video games in that Legends timeline but we'll see how they react And that's where I'll leave it. So until next time, thank you for tuning in to The Dietzillion Mind. I'm your host, Jason. I hope you have a good rest of your day and the rest of your week. We'll talk to you later.